Are you ready for thank you for joining us on this week's NACF episode of the NACF podcast. Well, we thank Today's episode is a little different. And on this week, we're talking about a very key component in our spiritual life. There are many components to ministry and trying to live a good spiritual life. But I think one of the most underrated and undervalued components is prayer. Our connection with God, our communication with God. Letting him know what's on our heart. A straight, direct line. So coming up, Pastor Sharonda Manor Foster, and we pray. God created us, mankind, for relationship, that is connection. And then he gave us a way to communicate with him. The communication came second. The first thing that came was the relationship. We are created for relationship. get started with today's episode we just like to give you the opportunity to partner with us we like to continue to spread the word of god through these podcasts through our youtube videos even through our facebook live streams you can partner with us and sow a seed into this ministry you can do it by cash app that's dollar sign new aid aliante two a's you can also do it by text you can text Antioch to 77977 or you can visit one of our websites for Central Campus that's newantioch.org or Aliante Campus newantioch-aliante.org and hit the donate button and you can click the tab and we'll be taken safely and securely to where you can donate and so we'll see so we look forward to you partnering with us and help us continue to spread the word of God now on to our episode Maybe you could say, God, I need more of that. 
I need more of how you saved us last time. I need more of how you healed us last time. I need more of how you made a way last time. God, I need more of you. I need more of what you did. I need more of what you said. I need more of your presence. And so when Pastor Renee was praying just before service in, in the opening prayer, I felt like we were carving out a circle for us to walk through. And when I say that, I mean that because praise creates a way for us to go. Y'all, we have to look in the Bible. We don't clap our hands and raise our voices and, and move around for nothing. Praise creates a way for us to go. Praise upsets the enemy. He don't want us to praise God, and so he gets upset. But if he can get us in a place where we don't praise, then he just might feel like he's winning. And I'm competitive. I am competitive. And I will not let the enemy win against me. I fought him before. We have had many battles. And I do not allow the enemy to beat me. And so I'm going to ask us to go right back to the song that we had at pre-service prayer. And then I'm going to see if you guys can't find us in that place. But I want you to know what you're doing when you're doing what you do. And so when we stand up and clap, I'm serving notice. If I get on my feet, that means I'm not defeated. Defeated. That means I got up again. That means I made it up again. And so I'm going to give us another opportunity right here, but I don't want you to do it for me, and I don't want you to do it for the people in here. We are in a spiritual place, and I want us to serve notice on the enemy that we give God praise, that we don't sit down on our God. And then, and then we're going to get to this message. And so praise team, help me push to see if we can, can open this up just a little bit more. And I want y'all, thank y'all for helping me. I see, I see some people that said, I bet you the devil won't come up in here and sit on me. I bet you, I see some people who said, he won't sit on me up in here. My feet work. My feet work. And my legs work. And my back work. And I will say so in this place. My voice, I can still talk. I got enough breath to holler out. The enemy won't sit on me or on my skin.
yourself ain't saying nothing about what God has done. I don't know if you can't command yourself to bless the Lord. But when I think about him, when I think about where I could have been, when I think about my accident last year at this time, when I think about the house that we live in, when I think about the state of things for my family, for my son and, and for my daughter, when I think about the health that I have in my body, oh, y'all might think y'all entitled to it. When I think about what God has done for my sister, my sister was in the hospital for 12 days in ICU. I will command my soul to bless God for what he has done for me. Oh, I know maybe I don't have it. I see you, I see you, Linda. I see you, Arnett, and I see you, Shay. I see you, Minister Ross. There's just been some things that God has done. You ain't been good enough to have what you have. You ain't worked that hard to have. I see you, Kareem. You ain't worked that hard to have what you have. I will command my soul. Oh, you will bless God for what he has done. Because we could be in any other place on this morning. Some of y'all are supposed to be in a mental hospital on this morning. Some of y'all are supposed to be in the graveyard on this morning. Some of y'all are supposed to be in the hospital or even out on the street. But God's grace. And so I'm just going to do it one more time because I'm glad about it. I am glad about what God has done for me. And so I'm not singing this for y'all. I'm telling my soul, Sharonda, we're going to bless the Lord. Because he's been so good. All my life he's been faithful. All my life he's been good. When I didn't even know to thank him for it. He brought me and my siblings. There's 11 of us. All my life he's been faithful. Brought us up out of those projects. Made us homeowners and, and business owners. And, and I just believe, May, that there's some millionaires coming out of the west side of Las Vegas. Because all my life, God has been good. He's been faithful. And so I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't sit down. Even when I don't feel like it. Even if I'm facing a storm or a struggle. I defy the enemy. And I tell myself, yes, you will. Yes, you will, bless God. With everything that is within you, yes, you will. Because you owe him that much. You owe him that much. And so we're just going to do it a couple more times. And if you find it in yourself, don't say it for us. Tell your soul, yes, you will. Yes, you will, bless God. I will bless the Lord.
bless your name. And I say bless, that means I just speak well of my God. When I say, God, my soul will bless you, I will bless you, that just means I'll, I'll speak well of him. I'll tell him what you did, God. I give you all of the credit. I'll say I love you. I'll say thank you. That's what I mean by I will. I will bless his name. That means I'm talking good about my God. That means I am telling you all about him. And so, God, we said thank you on this afternoon for the opportunity to say thank you, God. And we bless your name in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. Oh, glory. I think we can move on now. I hope y'all always remember that. That we, if we believe in God, then we have to believe that we have an enemy. And that there is an enemy of our souls who wants to sit on you, who wants to oppose you, who wants to, to push you back. We have to recognize when he is around. And even when he's not around, every now and then, just push back. Just get him up off of you. Chantel, if he think he coming close, just, just push back. And you know how you push back? You praise God. You praise him. Because the enemy can't stand it. He, he can't stand you talking good about God because he wants you to be, he wants to be the only thing that you're talking about. And some of us, the only thing that we're talking about is the enemy. The only thing that we're talking about is what he did, what he said, where I'm at, where I can't get out of. But when you start talking good about your God, it pushes him back. It makes him upset. And I don't care if he get mad. I do not care. And so let us get on into this word. I'm excited about this. Uh, we are in our time of uh, leveling up prayer. And so let's stand. We got one scripture that's heavy. It's, it's lifting heavy weights on this morning. And so we didn't need a whole bunch. Um, and so we're just going to read this one together. We're going to say it together. And this is Ephesians 6, 18 in the New International Version. And y'all say it and, and push the enemy back. I, I really want to get into the weapons of spiritual warfare on this morning because I feel like we fight. But that's not what I came to talk about. But praise is a weapon. The word of God is a weapon. And so we, gonna, we, we got a couple of weapons pulled out on this afternoon. And so y'all, let's, let's say this like you just pulled a weapon on somebody, like you, you getting ready to hurt somebody with it. And so let's say this all together and pray. Oh, oh, if we, did y'all just pull a weapon on somebody? Y'all like, let's do it one more time. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. You may have your seat. You may have your seat. Let me tell y'all this story that I heard about. And it says in 1968, there was a flight headed to New York and it was making its final descent. 
It was in this final descent that the pilot realized that the landing gear was not engaging. This was a, a usual flight. It was normal for the guy who wrote the story. It never had any trouble. But on this day, the pilot was trying to engage the landing gear and he could not get the gear to engage. The pilot radioed the control tower for instructions. And Tower told the plane to keep circling around as they sprayed the runway with foam and as they called the fire trucks to get in place because this plane was getting ready to land with no landing gear. The uh, stewardess and the flight attendants were walking around in their usual calm manner as if the pilot has not said that this plane has no landing gear. And then the pilot came over and he said in his calm and cheery voice overhead, he said, for everyone to put their heads between their knees. He said, hold on to your ankles. We're about to have impact. So everybody got down in the position. There were tears and, and no doubt there were screams of despair. And the landing was now seconds away. This impact on this plane with no landing gear that they had already foamed the runway and fire trucks were already in place for this emergency. It was then that suddenly the pilot announced over the intercom. He said, we are beginning our final descent at this moment in accordance with international aviation codes established at Geneva. It is my obligation to inform you that if you believe in God, you should commence prayer now. We are beginning our final descent at this moment in accordance with the international aviation codes established at Geneva. It is my obligation to inform you that if you believe in God, you should commence prayer now. The story goes on to say that the plane landed on its belly with no landing gear. It also goes on to say that no one was injured in this flight. The only damage that occurred happened to the plane. A family member of someone that was on the plane called the airline the next day. They inquired about this prayer rule that the pilot quoted. No one volunteered information. And they were back to their calm, cheery voices. And the voice simply said, no comment. All year we are leveling up. We are leveling up in different areas, but on this month we are leveling up prayer. Why? Because we pray. 
we pray. That is one of our cultures over here in, in New Antioch. In our text, Paul writes to the, in Ephesus, he says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. I feel the Holy Spirit. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. But the world, and some of us in here are just like the pilot on the airplane. We find that the only occasion for prayer is when we are in crisis. When we are pushed back, no way out. The lights are dimming. The curtains have closed. You cannot find an escape route. That's when we pull out prayer. That's when we are willing to recognize that there just might be a God and he just might hear me and he just might be able to help. But that's when we are in crisis. Most of us have found ourselves in that position when something is going wrong in our lives. Then, then we suddenly say, I need to pray. Then we realize that there is a God when we are in crises. Crises and desperation, they are, there are occasion for, for prayer. Because Paul said, pray on all occasions and being in a crisis and, and being desperate an occasion for prayer but it's not the only occasion that we ought to pray in for us to get into this place of uh, all occasions all times all kinds for all of God's people then we must understand prayer we must understand what it is Prayer is our way of communicating with God. You know, communicate. That's when you, you share your news, your ideas, your requests, and your information. That's what we're doing when we are communicating. I'm going to share my ideas and my news and my requests and my information with you. But prayer is not only communicating with God. It is also connecting with God. You know, connect. When you join, when you link, when you unite, when you bind with God, then you're also not only communicating, sharing your news and your ideas and your requests and your information, but you're also joining with him. You're linking with him. You're uniting with him. You are binding with him. Prayer is not transactional. It is relational. We learned that last week. We're leveling up prayer all month. If you missed the first two weeks, y'all go back on New Antioch at Aliante page and get caught up. It's not just transactional, meaning we come to God and say what we want and then God gives us something. We are good for a while and come to church, but we're only doing that because we want something from God. We want him to do something. We only pay our tithes or give an offering because we want there to be a transaction. If I pay my tithe, God, then I want you to do something for me. That's transactional. That is not relational. If I'm in relationship with you, I just do because we're in relationship. I just do because I respect you. I just do because we're together. We're united. We are bound together on this. God created us, mankind, for relationship, that is connection. And then he gave us a way to communicate with him. The communication came second. The first thing that came was the relationship. We are created for relationship. 
That means that we not only share our news and our ideas, but we also join, link, unite, and bind with God. If we want to achieve praying on all occasions, all kinds of prayers and requests for all of God's people, then we have to begin to connect with God. If we don't find a way to connect, then our prayers are only communication. Then we are interested in this transactional uh, display with God. That means that we're only users. That means that we think God is a sugar daddy. We, we think God's a zaddy. He's an old man that can give us what, what we need. But that is not what God is. But that's what we do. Y'all know what that is. But that's what we do. We give something to get something. I'm not going to go into what we give to get. But we giving something to get something. That is not what we call a connection with God. And we don't want to be those who use God. We don't want to be those who only communicate, but we never connect with God. Connection changes how you see, how you feel, how you act, and how you react if we're connected. Why should we care about praying like this? Why should we pray or want to pray on all occasions and at all times? Why, why, why should we want to do that? I like the definition that Pastor Tony Evans gives for prayer. He said prayer is earthly permission. For heavenly interference. Earthly permission. For heavenly interference. If you did not know. God gave us dominion on this earth. He said rule. Rule this earth. Y'all rule it. Y'all take care of it. This is your place. This is where you have dominion. And that means that we can invite God down into our activity. That's what prayer is doing. It's saying, God, we need you. We want you in our activity. We need you to intervene and we need you to interfere. That's what prayer is doing. And so if we are people on this earth, why wouldn't you want to learn how to pray or know how to pray all kinds of prayers on all occasions for all of God's people? That is our communication with with God it's our connection with him and so this is for those who say God I need to connect because I'm tired of treating you like a sugar daddy I'm tired of using you I'm tired of thinking that you're only a friend with benefits and so I only come around to be your friend for your benefits I'm not your real friend I'm only your friend for what you can give me. But we're going to level up our prayer. And I don't want us to only be like the pilot. That when I'm in crises, this is when I start yelling. This is when I start crying out. I read another story about a reporter who was at the base of Mount St. Helen. And for all of you who don't know that, it is a volcano. And he was reporting and he was writing a story from the base of the volcano. So he had his camera and his, his gear on his rig and he was recording. While he was down there, the volcano became active. It started spewing steam first and then hot lava miles into the air. 
covered the entire base for miles and miles with steam and hot smoke and lava. This reporter had to literally run for his life. Running, trying to outrun this lava, this hot steam, this hot ash that was chasing him off of this mountain. He kept his camera rolling. But when he came to play the camera, after all of this, he was being interviewed. There was nothing to be seen because it was too blurry because he was running for his life. But the vocal recording was there. And as he ran, the only thing that you could hear him saying is, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Help me. Oh, Lord, help me. I don't know where I am. I think I'm lost. Oh, God, help me. Help me. And he was panting and he was coughing and he was spitting and he was running and he was running for his life. I don't want that to be us. That when you get into a situation that you are running from your life, that's when the recording clicks on and you remember that there is a God. That's not an all occasion prayer that we are instructed to pray in the Bible. That's a desperate prayer that you never call on him on any other time unless you are in that type of trouble. And I'm not here to, to put down on anybody because we all have been in this place, but we're leveling up prayer. And so the next time we think about prayer or we consider prayer, we don't want it to be when we run it for our life. That's when we remember that there is a God. But we are connecting with God. And we don't want our communication to be one-sided. So I'm going to help us. As we talk about prayer and as we go into prayer and as we consider all kinds of prayers for all occasions with um, all for all of God's people. I want to talk about connecting with God. John Maxwell wrote a book. Everyone communicates few connect. As we level up prayer and strive to achieve praying on all occasions, all the prayers and all requests for all God's people, John Maxwell shares some helpful principles on connecting. The first one that we'll talk about is connecting is about others. And we talked about this already. It's not all about you. And I want us to understand that the others this time we're talking about is God. Connection is about others. It is also about God. It is not all about you. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, God is not answering me. Well, who said it's all about you? Who said that? Because if you were in connection with him, if you were in more than communication, that you would understand maybe the weight. Maybe you would understand that God is teaching you something or moving in a certain way. But all I hear is he ain't answering me. But I just want to ask a question when, well, when have you answered him? When have you answered God? When have you done what he asked you to do, but you mad and now you don't want to talk to God no more because he didn't answer you. But when have you answered? 
what's your part in this relationship? Because this is a, is a connection. It's not all about you. This connection is about others. It is about God. But if you're only going to come around when you want something, then you're not in connection and you don't understand why he would make you wait. But when you're in relationship with somebody, you're not so upset when they make you wait. I thank God for my pastor and for my husband because sometimes I'd be late. A lot of the times I'd be late. And they wait for me. But neither of them have said, you know what? You don't answer and you don't show up on time and so we're not talking to you no more. But all of us get mad with God and we want to do that to God because we got something before him. This connection is not only about you. I need us to understand that in this relationship, our God has feelings. He is not just an unfeeling God. Did you know that you can grieve God? Did you know that you can make him angry? He has feelings. But we come into this supposedly communicating and connecting, but it becomes only about us. And so if you are going to change the way you communicate to make it more about a relationship and connection, then you have to consider others. And this other on this afternoon is God. Consider him when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it. When you commit to something and you don't do it. And every other thing in your life becomes more important than what you said that you would do for God. You're not connecting. You're just communicating. And so connection is about others. The other principle that John Maxwell gives us about connection is connection goes beyond words. When you are with God and you are connecting with God, it goes beyond your words. Oh, y'all, we good for talking. We say a whole bunch of stuff. But I want you to know that God is watching your actions and he's reading your heart. God knows the heart of a man. And he knows that when you start talking in this communication, if you're really connecting or if you're coming into relationship with him, connecting is more about what you say you're going to do. It's about what you actually do. It's about the manner in which you actually do it. It's if you actually show up. It's the position of your heart. Are you a begrudge giver? Do you not really want to be there? But you keep saying, but God, I am going to. It's more than your words. Where is your action in this relationship? Ask any spousal, a marital couple that it's more than words. You have to give me more than your words. Oh, I'm going to bring the money home. I'm going to show up. I'm not going out with the boys. I'm going to do all less words until you actually bring the check home. All less words until you actually get rid of those friends that mean this relationship no good. It's about your heart. Nobody wants you doing, well, let me just go over here and sit, sit with you then. I'm just going to come and be with you. So you showed up, but your heart is not here. You're, you're not in here. It's more than about your words. Well, I told you I was going to come, and so I came, and I'm sitting with you. But you're miserable. And you better believe that God understands when you are miserable. 
when you don't want to be with him, when you kicking and screaming, he understands emotions because we all have that. But if you're going to really connect with God, he wants your heart and he wants your heart and what you said you were and what you said you were going to do. Some of this is what you said you were going to do. This is about your connection with him. It's more, and it goes beyond your, your words and what you said. And it takes time to connect. And so this don't talk about it. Be about it. How are you going to connect with anyone if you're not spending any time with them? What is your time with God? And y'all, this is all about prayer. But how can we connect in prayer? How can we communicate if we're not spending no time? I haven't connected with God. I'm just the pilot and I'm just that man running from the base of the mountain, hollering and screaming because I'm in crisis, because I've never come into connection with God. It takes time. Where are you spending your time? We're trying to level up prayer, but you cannot level up prayer if you're just throwing up a prayer every now and then when you're in crisis. That we are trying to connect with him. It's your actions. It's your heart. It's your time. The other principle that John Maxwell gives us is connectors live what they communicate. And so you come to God in prayer. And you're saying, God, if you, if you just, if you get me out of this, if you save me from this erupting volcano, God, if you don't let us die in this plane, then God, I will. I'll live for you. God, if you get me out of this mess this time with my mama, God, I messed up. But God, if, if you do it this time, then God, I'll respect her. Then God, I'll do what my parents are asking me to do. But are you willing to live what you communicated with God? Are you willing to do what you told God you would do? All of those things that you get into your prayer place and say, are you living that stuff out? Or do you only say it for the moment? Or do you only say it because other people are listening to you pray? This is about connection with God. People who really want to connect with God, they live what they communicate. Because I have a heart to do it. God understands a a struggle. He understands a a stumbling. But he also understands where you never meant it in the first place. And you knew that you were not going to do anything of what you said. But when you start doing those things that you told God that you would do in prayer. When you start lining your life up more and more to look like him. There's that level of discipleship that we talked about last month. Now I'm starting to look more and more like God. Now I'm connecting with him because I'm looking more and more like him. I'm carrying out the things that he wants for me in my life. I'm not just making up things. I have connected with him. I'm doing what I said I am. living what I communicated with God and then that last principle is connectors do the difficult work of keeping it simple connectors keep it simple I don't know if you've ever gotten caught up talking to somebody who just thinks they're so deep 
The only thing that I asked is, is the carburetor broke on the car? That's, that's all. It was an old car. That's all I asked. But then, we're an hour and a half later, and you're still trying to help me to understand, is it broke, yes or no? Can you fix it, yes or no? But y'all, we get into this place with God, and we make it so difficult, but it's really simple. We get into this place of God, especially when it comes to prayer. And the first thing that we say is, I can't pray like them. Or we try to pray like them. And it's just not, or we try to be so deep. And then we, you know, walk around saying, you know what, they don't understand me. I'm so intelligent that no one can really understand my depth of what I'm saying. Connectors do the difficult work of keeping it simple. Keep it simple with God. Don't try to come into the place of prayer and do too much. Don't, don't try to, we have to connect with him. And it's not like God can't uh, decipher all of that deep stuff that you're trying to say. But can you decipher all that deep stuff that you're trying to say? Or are you just trying to be deep and trying to be complicated and trying to be extra? God can decipher it, but why make difficult what is so simple? When you come into the place of prayer, have a regular conversation with God. Get to know God. It's just a regular, you don't have to try to dig up the words. Well, let me see what they said last time when they was praying. And now here you come with some word that you don't even know what you're talking about. Keep it simple. So that you know what you're praying. Because God can get to the heart of a matter. He can dig through all of that stuff that you're trying to say. But this is for you. You don't have to put it on for God. You don't have to put it on to be in relationship with him. You know, sometimes when we're dealing with people, with one another, we're putting it on so you can understand how deep I am. Connectors. Do the, I want to I wanna jump out of prayer and talk, but connectors do the difficult work of keeping it simple. And so just talk plainly to God. Just tell him, I want to be in connection with you. I want to understand what you are saying. I want to know what you think about this. Not only what I have to say with all of my, my words. You know, that's what the hypocrites do. They want to be known for their, for their many words. They want to be seen for what they know. But that's not connection with God. That is not connection with God. And so we really want to come into this place where it, it matters to us to pray all occasions, on all occasions, all kinds of prayers for all of God's people then we have to be in connection with him because then we understand why I need to pray all kinds of prayers. Then we get why I need to pray for all of these people because if I'm not in connection with God, then it really is only about me and mine. But when you can come into this place with God of prayer, then you can understand that connection matters. He'll give you a heart to pray all kinds of prayers. 
He'll give you a heart to pray on all occasions. It'll just fall on you if, if you want to be connected with God. Not just these desperate crises uh, prayers. And so on this afternoon, I'm going to pray. And I want the intercessors to help me pray. Because I feel like we have a connection. And I want to pray for your connection with God. That you don't leave out of here praying the same way. That you are not only seeking him out when you are in crisis. But that you have a, all occasions, all kind of prayers down in your system. That you can pull that out of your bag as you begin to pray to God. And pray for God. And pray all kinds of prayers on all occasions. That's what I want us to pray. And so let me do this first. If you are here. And you don't have a connection with God. If you have never accepted Jesus into your life, then this is your opportunity. Because if you don't have Jesus, then the only kind of prayers that you can pray are those that are from a distance. Those that are only about you. But if you say, and I got some situations and I need to be able to pray on all occasions, all kinds of prayers for all kinds of people then I want you to just stand up because we're going to say a prayer that you can accept Jesus into your life. If you have been out of sorts, amen, amen, amen. If you have been away from him, if you haven't been close to him, you've slid away. And I don't know how to pray on all times, but I need to have that because that's the way my life is set up. I'm having all kinds of things to happen. If you're here, let's do it today, y'all, because we need to be connected with him. And so if there is anybody else in this place that says, I need to reconnect, or I need to make this great connection, then you stand up in this place. Or there's a boldness in saying, you know what? I'm making a difference in my life today, today. And so, because you have stood with us, you can come up here. You can stand back there. Come on up here so I can pray with you. You, you, you okay? Okay, just stand up back there then. I ain't going to embarrass you. Mariah, stand, stand with my friend over here. And I just want you to say this prayer with us. And if you're sitting in your seats and you know that you need to rededicate your life, then you say this prayer also. Lord Jesus, Come into my life. I need you. I need connection. I've made some mistakes. But now, God, I invite you in to be Lord of my life. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. They will make sure that you receive a book. And we're going to pray, so I'm glad that you are here. You, uh, we're going to get you a book and it just talks about what you just did and that is just dedicating your life and making that first step to connecting with with God and this is for everybody else in this room it's time to pray and so stand on your feet if you have a specific prayer I got all occasions all kinds of prayer that we are going to pray for all of God's people. But if you're here and you have a specific prayer,
that you need us to pray with you. Just, just come on up to the altar. The intercessors will pray with you. Now is not the time for you to get shy and be like, oh no, I don't think I want to come up there. But if you have an all occasion prayer, all kinds of prayers, then we are going to pray with you on this afternoon. If you, if you need prayers of, of healing and, and prayers of deliverance, then come up here. If you need prayers to transform, prayers to, to restore you, then come up here because we are getting ready to, to pray all kinds of prayers for this occasion right here. You all can come a little bit closer to the altar. Just step forward. If you are here and you're saying that I, that I need God and I need to connect, I need somebody who can pray with me until I can get this connection made with God, then we are getting ready to, to pray with you. And this is for everyone that is in this place. And I want us to hear the voice of that pilot. I want us to hear it again, but I want us to hear it in a different voice. And so I want you to hear that. We are beginning our final descent. At this moment, in accordance with who he is, everlasting to everlasting, the only wise God, it is my obligation to inform you that if you believe in God, you should commence prayer. If you believe in God, you should commence prayer. God, we're going to pray right now. Keith, I think I need something just a little bit more because I feel a fight for these people. There is healing in this atmosphere. There is restoration, but there is also fight. And I want you to understand that God has come to fight for you, fight with you. In the name of Jesus. And so we stand with you on this morning. And we pray all kinds of prayers. And we pray all kinds of prayers. Right now. We commence prayer right now in the name of Jesus. And so God, we said thank you on this morning for that which you are doing in your people. In the name of Jesus. My God, I said thank you for the man of God. God, he's saying that he all occasion God he needs all kind of prayers God he's seeking connection with you and so God we said thank you for how you're changing God in the name of Jesus God said believe me for restoration believe me for change believe me for what I will do in you in the name of Jesus believe me in the name of Jesus that you're in the right place at the right time on today and so God we said thank you Thank you for healing. God said it's not too much. Too much has not been done. You're in the perfect place for God to move in your life. My God. And he said thank you for connecting. Thank you for reaching. Thank you for trying. Thank you for restoration. In the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. 
chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. In the name of Jesus. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. around him, around his life. 
let him know that it is you, God. Let him know that it is you, God. Great shall be his peace as he walks with you, God. Heal his life, God. Turn everything away that means him no good. Turn away now, God. that you make with God your blessings are held up I just heard God say that and you've been wondering what's going on and things aren't jiving and things aren't coming together the way you would like for things to come together God said they're being held up in your connection so don't seek after those things God said seek him first and then all of those other things will be added and so whatever you all hear God saying to you as a family in regards to God do it do it and watch the blessings of God begin to unfold in your life. He's going to give you a testimony that you all will not be able to hold in. You'll have to tell somebody what God has done and is doing for you. But it's held up in your connection. It's held up in your yes. And so especially for you too, your yes is together. And so your yes is to God at the same time. Because you're wondering why things not, not, not clicking, not, not falling into place. It's connected to your yes. It is connected to your yes to God. And so ask him, God, what do you want us to do? What yes are you asking of from us? What, what is it that you have for us? And then do it. And I promise you that all of those other things will begin to fall into place. And so we pray for your ear. We pray for obedience that you can hear him and that you can walk this out with God. This is God calling you guys. This is God calling you guys. Sometimes God won't let people get away. Ask Jonah. He won't let them get away. They were trying to run the other way and he was trying to be obedient, kind of, and trying to do a little bit. But he, he just told Jonah, until you go my way, then these blessings won't come to you. And so just find out, ask together, pray together, find out what God wants y'all to do. Amen. Amen. Miss Chantel, I did want to pray for you. Thank you. You all, sometimes the fight is not a one round bout and then it's done. 
sometimes you have to keep on swinging at a thing. And sometimes you have to let it know that you mean business. Um, and I don't care how many times you keep showing up. Some of us have to fight that kind of fight. I don't care how many times you keep showing up. I'm going to keep swinging. And so this is for you. And I know you're like, man, I'm tired of swinging. I keep on swinging at stuff and these things keep coming back. But God said, because you are connected and you are, that he has given you the power. You have the power to pray all kinds of prayers. You have the power to throw a blow that knocks this enemy out. And that is not round for round. I don't have to keep going round for round with you. And so you said yes. You're standing in your yes to ministry. But I want you to come deeper. God said, I'm going to pull it into a deeper place with me. This is a place that you have not experienced. And you keep looking around like, is anybody else going to do this? Anybody else in this place? This is for you to do. Not even for your husband to do. God is pulling you down into a place with him. But you keep swinging. You have to serve notice on the enemy. And sometimes that's not easy for us to do because sometimes we have to fight, y'all. We have to fight hard. I've been in hard fights. And you tired of swinging, but you got to throw another one. And you have to throw another one. And so, God, I said thank you, God, on this afternoon for the woman of God. I said thank you for her fight. God, that she's not getting weary in her well-doing, God, that she is standing for you, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that she has a bold courage, oh God, a long suffering to stand in the face of this adversity, oh God, and push it back out of her life, in the name of Jesus, God, we declare healing, we declare restoration, in the name of Jesus, that this is not too hard for you, oh, we tell our God about this issue, my God, in the name of Jesus, and God, we tell this issue, you are no match for our God. In the name of Jesus, you are no match for our God. Our God is a brawler. Our God is a healer. Our God is a sustainer. Our God is victorious. My God, our God delivers. My God, our God came to set the captives free. Our God sent his son. It is through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That the enemy is defeated. You don't get in my head. You don't get to talk trash to me. In the name of Jesus, God. And we speak healing. In every way that he attempts to show up, we speak healing. No matter how he comes, God. We declare healing in the complete healing, complete restoration in the name of Jesus that you are who God said you are, that you are walking in what God called you to do in the name of Jesus. And so, God, we say thank you now, my God, for the fight, for the bold and courageous spirit, my God, to carry on, to run on. In the name of Jesus. And so, God, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you, God, for that that you are doing. In the name of Jesus.
want us to understand in all occasions prayer it's not just warfare it's in joyous times it's when things are going well that's that's when we connect it's just like any other relationship that you have nobody only wants you to come around when you got bad news all the time but what about when it's good I still want you to come around and connect with God so pray those prayers pray prayers of thanksgiving all occasions pray through the hard stuff but pray through the easy stuff invite God in share the news share the ideas that you have and pray for all other people pray for your people pray for the people of this world pray for your enemies the Bible told you to pray for them y'all let's connect to God so that we can get into this place where we're on all occasions at all times and see how the place of prayer changes your whole life your whole life amen amen so much in that book I was waiting for you to hit the one Con connecting takes energy the effectual fervent prayer sometimes it takes energy to keep swinging it takes energy to keep praying it takes energy to pray with intensity this kind of prayer connected with God takes a little energy no more lazy prayer no more prayer on the okay lord just fix that but sometimes you got to get intense in prayer there's no such thing really as a lazy fight you're not really fighting if it's a lazy fight <laughs> but this is a go forward fight amen you heard a great word today and, and so every every night this uh, month at 8 p.m. If you haven't jumped in, we are dropping everything and pray. D-E-A-P, drop everything and pray. 
everywhere you are with us, you're going to hear alarms going off at 8 p.m. And we are praying for this church. We're praying uh, for God to do what we already see him doing. We are praying for God to save in this house, change lives in this house, expand this house. Uh, we pray for the church in general, for the house of Antioch in general. Uh, for those of you, we are one church at three sites. And we're praying for God to do what uh, he said he was going to do. And some of the stuff we just asking him to do. Amen. And so join with us in prayer, 8 p.m. every night. Just stop whatever you're doing and send up a prayer. Uh, because here we pray and we are leveling up prayer on this month. Amen. Uh, that's our service for today. If you need a church home, we would love to have you uh, be a part of our home. I think I see some of my friends out there. We would love you to be to have you to have a part of our uh, home. I'd love to be your pastor and Pastor Sharonda, our co-pastor, and this staff. We'd love to be your family. And so, if you or God has dropped in your spirit, and or you just kind of know I'm at home. If you feel at home, that means you're at home. Amen. <laughs> Uh, we have a welcome table on the way out. Just let them know or let any of us know uh, that you would love to be a part of our ministry. Those of you that are listening live stream, you can go to newantioch-eliante.org. Newantioch-eliante.org. Press the connect button. Let them know whether you're a new, new Christian. Give us your information. There's a book I'd love for you to have. Or you can get connected to one of our community Bible studies that we have all over the community. Uh, we'd love, again, for you to be a part. The only other announcement we have is this week there is um, a mental health, the faith-based faith mental health uh, symposium that's happening is called Pathway to Hope. It's on the 26th and the 27th. It's both virtual and the 26th is going to be in person. I'm actually doing a workshop there trying to connect the church with mental health, the folks of faith with mental health because you all what's going on out there is only the church that's going to be do, able to do something about this. They don't know how to help us. They don't know what more to do, especially we have a list of young people that we are praying for that are having mental health issues. And when you're a young adult and have mental health issues, it's not very much the family can do, but we know what prayer can do. And we are praying for that, but there's also some things that we can learn about that. So that is on our website. If you go to our website, the announcement about that is on our website. It's a free symposium. Uh, so if anybody is interested uh, in that, even in getting in, in part of it, amen. Amen. So we're going to end in prayer. All minds clear? All minds are not clear. What do we need, honey? The promotion of our kids. All right. Amen. Amen. We have some children that are going from our children's department going to our youth department this year. We just have one, but she is a special one. I can't believe we're here, but we are. This is our praise and worship leader um, who sings with the anointing. This is our Bible scholar. And so today's answer, you are getting a jewel. So we want Miss Carmani McGuire-Bell to come up. Yeah. 
and I speak over your life that the gifts that God has begun to develop in you will continue and grow beyond all of our wildest expectations and dreams. And I want to formally give you over to your new youth leaders and I am so proud of you. She looks too little. <laughs> well, welcome to the youth department, Carmina. You're going to be a great, great asset to that department. God bless you. Amen. We are standing. All of our visitors, please come back and see us. Come back at any time. It's so good to see so many in the room. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, we praise you, and we magnify your name for being in the room today. God, we seal every prayer that was prayed today. We seal every deliverance, every freedom that happened today. And we thank you for what you are doing and will continue to do. God, we lift up that just one, that one that we are going to contact this week. We pray for divine appointments that somebody will be saved this week because we are being sent out into this world. We're being sent out into this community, saved through us, God. Let us meet somebody that needs to meet Jesus, change their life, and find their purpose in the name of Jesus. Bless us now as we go. Send us out into this week. Protect us, God. Protect us spiritually, naturally, physically. Find Financially, in the name of Jesus, and bring us back here, God, to worship together again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Love on somebody. Or put your mask on and love on somebody. And we'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you got some insight, some inspiration, and some information on this episode. We'd like to fellowship with you in person. We have two campuses located in the city. We have our central campus located at 610 Bellrose. Our service time is at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Then we have our Aliante campus. That's at 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our service time is at 1230 p.m. on Sundays. For more information, you can visit newantioch.org or you can visit newantioch-aliante.org for more information on our social media to keep up with us. We look forward to seeing you next time on the NACF Podcast. May God bless you real good.